What up, everybody? Hope you had an awesome week. Looking forward to the weekend. This is Made From Scratch. And I wanted to talk a little bit about the idea that a lot of software tech companies have that they don't have to worry about revenue. If you're an investor, you might have heard people say this. You might have even bought into it and uh, told people the same thing. I've heard a lot of founders say something similar. And here's the deal. Um, in the first couple of years of any business, you are bound to lose money on your investment. You're going to put money in. You're not going to see revenue out. That's, that's okay. That's actually to be expected for the most part. But if you're not worried about revenue, like every day of the business, working, working everything you can to bring revenue into the business, I don't know what the hell you're doing. And, you know, uh, AltVR, I think is the name of the company, is a perfect example of how this is happening. This is a company that just started pouring money in to research and development with kind of an aimless goal, maybe some sort of lofty ambition, but no plan to generate revenue. And it seems like this happens a lot with SaaS companies and, and even companies that are private labeling manufacturing, that they think that they'll scale to a point that one of the big boys the Amazon, Google, Apple of the world will pick them up and figure out what they were trying to put together and make it into something worth a billion dollars. And as foolish as that sounds and as dumb as it seems me even saying it, it's obvious that companies have done this. And that means that there are people who have invested tens of millions of dollars in achieving this kind of goal or trying to anyway. And uh, it just comes down to a lack of diligence, uh, a lack of patience, a lack of clear understanding and greed. And people are not willing to put in the work to come up with something truly valuable. Not to say that you can't scale a company really quickly, especially in software. But if you have no plan for revenue or if you're not concerned about it, I am definitely concerned about you. You know, the, the pace of the internet and how much content gets put out on a moment-by-moment -moment basis has almost every phrase turned into buzzwords. So I'm not surprised that things lose their meaning pretty quickly, but you hear a lot of people talk about creating value, right? So your content should create value. And I think that sometimes people either overthink or underthink what that really means. And they end up spitting out these like really weird, contrived or trite kind of trivial phrases or um, you know, like these oddball stories about themselves where it like seems emotional, but seems manipulative at the same time. And, you know, the question of like, well, how do you avoid doing that? Well, you just avoid doing that. Um, you don't try and contrive anything too far, um, when you're sharing personally and you look for what the people that you want to do business with actually need and find a way to provide that to them. If that's a solution to some sort of software problem, great, invent a software. If it's training their staff, great, train the staff. You know, So as a, as a business development or creative consultant, when I'm looking at a company and what they need and how to create value, it's not necessarily just a blog article or a piece of content. It's like stuff that goes on behind the scenes. And I think that a lot of people sort of overcompensate with the public persona because they don't have a foundation of what they believe in and what they're actually out to accomplish and providing for people in the market. They just heard, oh, you know, altruistic capitalism or something like that. And now they slap a nonprofit on their business and think that they're going to get somewhere. And, you know, some people do appreciate that kind of thing. But I think for the most part, real authenticity comes out when people are just being truly themselves. It's not really complicated there's no formula for it it takes hard work and getting embarrassed a lot because 
if you're searching for who you truly are, you're going to bump up against a lot of stuff that's not relevant to you or not who you are. Or you'll find out when you try a certain you know, attitude or certain belief on in your life, you'll see if it works or not. If it doesn't work, um, you have to be able to adapt and change as opposed to holding fast to stuff like some of these software tech companies that I see that you know, fight for the valuation of their company, but aren't really producing anything valuable for the world. So look out for that, especially if you're trying to start a business. Um, it's better to, to hold out until you actually have something worthwhile as opposed to just con- contriving something to get on Shark Tank or whatever. So creating real value takes hard work, diligence, and turning yourself inside out. Hey, made from scratch. What up, Maddie B? Yo, let me ask you something. I mean, it's a perfect thing that you brought up. The company, by the way, that you were mentioning is Altspace VR, uh, the social platform for virtual reality. And I know a lot of people were upset by the news yesterday that they would be closing on August 3rd. Uh, and that's an unfortunate thing. And, and that leads me to my next question, which is, how do you think Anchor is going to monetize, monetize, excuse me, monetize this platform? This is a really cool platform, and it's free for everyone right now to use. And how do you think they're going to monetize? Um... I'm wondering about ads. I'm wondering about charging for a subscription. What do you think? Thank you so much for the call in, Made to Be. So first about Altspace VR. Yeah, it's always sad when someone's dream comes crashing down, but um, when they're captaining a ship and not really concerned with uh, how to keep the ship afloat, it's it's inevitable. So um, onto the anchor question, yeah, I I definitely think it's uh, anchor will eventually monetize the app with some kind of advertising. I think that it's possible that if they're getting voice recognition software, like you were talking about the other day, noticing the uh, icons that fall when you say certain things, like cheese or tree or um, I don't know if any anchors anchors have fallen you know while i've been saying this but i could imagine that um you know car companies with their logo or other brands might be able to pay anchor for um icons something like that which is a very subtle um piece uh who knows if that would be uh if that would matter for branding purposes or what kind of impact that could have there could also be banner ads you know behind the subject title that you put um you know put for your for your segments and stuff like that um in terms of premium content so i'm thinking that for creators you know so right now they've got spotify or apple music there might eventually be um, a way to plug in songs that you buy or custom music or something like that um i could also see that they would allow longer segments for paying uh creators that kind of thing and then so in terms of a subscription model i think there would definitely be room for creatives or studios to have some sort of um overall monthly subscription that would give them access to premium features like that and also some kind of listener package so maybe there are certain channels you can get uh with a free version and certain channels that you can't get you know from certain kind of people or certain kinds of um platforms people uh companies stuff like that um i'm also wondering if anchor is going to consider adopting any other kind of media multimedia you know right now it's a pretty awesome um audio storytelling app but are there ways to incorporate graphics you know they've got a text thing going on now so i think it's clear that they're definitely um 
thinking it through themselves and as far as I know they haven't taken on a ridiculous amount of debt yet so I think that if they keep it slow and steady and they keep bringing in uh, known thought leaders and things like that and building the platform out um, you know that you'll have enough people on here where they would be willing to pay for um, you know access to new content or allow advertising and that kind of thing I think one of the dangerous things um, about so much quote free technology or um, you know no cash cost technology you could say um, like like made to be often says if, if you're not paying for it you might be the product so um, you know, I think that a lot of people have an expectation that all kinds of amazing communication services should be free. And while that's great, um, you know, it also comes with it some some weird um, terms and conditions sometimes. And so I think that we have to open ourselves up as a society or as a culture to recognizing that you got to pay for stuff if you really want um, if you want it in a way that you probably really do want it, you know, nothing really comes for free. So I think that them finding a way at Anchor to monetize this um, in a way that makes sense is really great. Um, also, you know, eventually some kind of quality control, right? Because if everybody can put out audio at the same rate, there's an inherent lack of value to even some of the most popular stations. And so it's also hard to know how many people are listening. Maybe there's some sort of call-in feedback you know, there's a lot of possibilities, um, especially if what they're trying to do is kind of reinvent radio. So yeah, definitely there's going to be advertising, definitely some kind of subscription base basis as well. And uh, Anchor seems to be taking it slow and steady, which is really great so that they don't sink the ship. Thanks so much for the call I made to be and uh, hopefully that was uh, helpful for other folks too.